all-around joke podcast where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I hope everyone is having a great day today. On this podcast, I'm going to have an awesome interview with Travis Marziani of Performance Nut Butter. If you are not using things like nut butter when you're out on your long runs or out on your long hikes, it's something that you should definitely consider using. And in this interview, Travis and I are going to get into the ins and outs of why he created the Performance Nut Butter, the business systems behind it if you're interested in that at all, the ingredients and what they are good for, and then how you can get your hands on some of his Performance Nut Butter. So... Without further ado, I hope you enjoy the podcast. I will see you on the flip side. Travis, welcome to the All Around Joe podcast. I'm very excited to talk with you about your new product, the Performance Nut Butter that you have coming out. But before we get started with that, let's I know you, but let's see or let's have you introduce yourself, you know, let people know what you're up to, what you've been up to, a little bit of background. Sure. Yeah. So I'll, I'll try to shorten it as much as possible. But I played sports in high school, always very interested in food and you know what I ate and putting things in my body. Fast forward, I ended up studying biomedical engineering at USC because uh, I was really interested in like how can we get the most improvement out of our body. Turns out um, biomedical engineering is a fun to learn about, but the day to day is very boring. So I ended up getting a job in consulting. So right out of college, I had a pretty good paying job doing consulting, flying all around, you know, everywhere. Uh, But for me, it was kind of like prison because I really believe the corporate world, it is prison. They say when you have to start, they say when you can take a break, they say when you're over and it's, oh, it's your weekend? Too bad. You have to work this weekend. That killed me. When I quit my job, I told my uh, my boss, I'm like, I felt like a tiger in a cage. I would literally just go on walks multiple times a day, just pacing around because I was bored. So from there, I started my own online company, uh, it, manufacturing and selling dance clothing because I co-own it with my mom. And um, no, I still have that company. Co-own it with my mom and she knew how to, she did custom dance clothing for a long time. So we created that company. That was about four years ago. Spent the last four years traveling all around uh, and living in – I lived in South America for a year. I've lived in a bunch of different countries and traveling. And now I'm I'm really excited because – you know, for the the past four years, I've had to tell people, yeah, you know, I'm I manufacture and sell dance clothing, and now I'm starting this company. Today's the launch day, which is really exciting for me. It's the performance nut butter, and uh, I'll talk. I'm sure I'll talk about it more later. But right now, I'm looking at the Kickstarter page. In the goal was ten thousand dollars, and so far in the first five hours, I've raised forty three hundred dollars. So wow. still have a long time to go. I mean, as soon as I click the button to um, to open up the thing. It's funny because my girlfriend was right next to me and she wanted to be the first one to buy it. Four people bought it before her. People were just <laughs> sitting, people were sitting there like refreshing the page, like waiting for it. And I can talk about the marketing. There was a lot of marketing I did behind it to for that big launch, but that's my story summed up a little bit there. Wow. That's, that's, so I'm actually interested in what your degree is more about. Like what is, what, what did you say the degree was in? Biomedical engineering. Biomedical so, engineering, yeah. What is that exactly? Yeah, so it's it can cover a lot of different things, but basically it's just anything to do with 
technology in the body. Okay. So it could be uh, pacemaker is a common example. That is something I was actually I was very interested in you know human perf- performance and optimization. One thing I was specifically interested in was neural implants. This idea that you could implant something in someone's brain and they could have better memory. And at USC, they were actually doing studies on that. I ended up not uh, not getting too deep into the woods on that. But it's anything to do with technology in the body. And it's a growing field because we have an aging population. People are becoming more conscious. They realize that their body, they got to take care of it, basically. And, and also, I mean, to be quite honest, part of it was... Someone told me that was the hardest major at USC, and I'm like, okay, that's what I want to do. I don't know. I don't know. That's I don't recommend that to anybody. But I was like, all right, let's try that. I mean, it sounds like a very cool idea um, to study that. So, uh, and it actually makes a lot of sense based off of what you're doing now. And which leads me to my next question: is why nut butter exactly? Yeah, there's there's so many reasons for that. I mean, and there's personal reasons, and then there's business reasons too. And I'll I'll talk on both. I think a lot of people try to a lot of people just talk about the personal reasons and never say, well, it also made sense to me from a business standpoint. So from a personal standpoint, I think healthy fats are really underutilized. Like people for so long they were kind of demonized. It's like when I grew up, you. I had like high carb, high protein diet, and that was the way to go. I did not eat a lot of fats when I was doing football, when I was weight training. I would not eat any fats, and I think that stunted my performance. In fact, I know it did because later when I started eating more of the healthy fats, I realized, oh, wow, okay, this isn't as evil. Uh, it, fat doesn't necessarily make you fat unless you are eating it in excess with carbs, etc. So, I started eating, you know, peanut butter pretty early on. I was eating the natural peanut butter, and then I was like, okay, well, on butter, it's a little bit better for you. It tastes a little bit better, uh, has some better properties. And then I said, okay, well, what about just nuts? Like, what about just? And I started experimenting with different nuts: macadamia nuts, the coconut, cashew, uh, which are the three nuts in the product, and seeing how the different ones made me feel. And I'm like, okay, I like these. Specifically, so here's another actual quick story. When I was doing the consulting job, I, you know, I'd be flying all over the place. It was hard to get healthy snacks, and I remember trying to bring a jar of almond butter on the plane. And the the guy looked at me. He's like, "You can't bring this on." I'm like, "It's almond butter. Like, <laughs> what, it's it's obviously not a bomb. Like, here, look, I'll you know, I'll have a bite. Uh, it did not go over well. Uh, they definitely they took my jar of almond butter. So this one specifically and the way the product comes is individual squeeze packs and I thought well that that's a, something I could have thrown four of in my bag or five you know a, a handful of in my bag and I could have taken on the plane mm-hmm. and I, I still like I, I mentioned earlier I travel a decent amount in most the food that I bring on the plane you know the beef jerky which is loaded with sugar the the protein bars like you know we mentioned most protein bars have more sugar than they have protein right. uh, it, most most of the snack foods I can find that are quote unquote healthy aren't really that healthy. So I wanted something that was just simple. It's macadamia, coconut, cashew, and just a hint of Himalayan sea salt because it's delicious and it's good for you. Uh, and yeah, I wanted to make a good product that's also portable. Now, sure. I mean, I can talk about the business side of things too if you're interested in that, or we can just keep it, you know, the fun side. You know what? This is my podcast. I like business, so I want to hear about the business. Let's do it. I love this. Yeah. So from a business standpoint, there's a lot of reasons this product uh, was really interesting to me. Huh. One is it's consumable. 
it's it's not like my friend for instance he sold i don't think he still sells them he used to sell like men's wallets okay. well how often do you buy a wallet once every five years i mean yeah maybe if that i don't know <laughs> you know i my wallet i've washed four times by accident and i i'm still holding on to it so the problem with selling a product like that it was a premium product which i thought was smart of him but the problem with a product like that is you buy it once and the customer forgets about you uh, or they you know then they might share it with their friends they might not but they're never going to come back and buy from you so this is a product uh, the way it's it comes is it's a box of 10 and so you know that could last it lasts as long as you want that could last 10 days or a month or whatever but at the end there's a there's a finale and it, at the end you finished the product and it's like okay uh, either you liked it enough to reorder it or hopefully you liked it enough to reorder it let's say that it's also a premium product. I'm not trying to compete on price. I'm not trying to compete uh, on the just a generic. It's not just another peanut butter. It's not a lot of actual products out there are all based on flavor. Um, a lot of the nut butter competitors say, "Hey, we taste the best." Well, you know th- that's great. That's not for me. Like sure. this market was, hey, you want higher quality ingredients. Like the macadamia. The number one ingredient in this is macadamia nuts, which are not a cheap nut, and early on people were telling me oh you shouldn't do that you should have you know almonds be the number one nut and i'm like well i think macadamia i know macadamians have a better uh, fat profile so let's make that plus it tastes it tastes really good i think and um so that was one of the i mean so it's a premium product and i think anytime you're looking to start a business you want to try to have a premium product you're not going to compete against walmart you're not going to compete against amazon so don't try to have the cheapest product out there i'd say on top of that the another part of it is the niche. I really wanted to niche down. I didn't want this to be for everybody. Uh, like for instance, some of my competitors, quote unquote competitors, Justin's Nut Butter, they're huge. They're mm-hmm. for everyone. But the issue is when you're for everyone, you're not really for anybody. Performance Nut Butter isn't for her the mom and her kids. It's for the the person that's you know going out on a hike, the person that wants to have something in their stomach before they do CrossFit. Like the ideal use case for this is an hour before CrossFit. You're kind of hungry. You don't want to have a whole meal, but you want something where you'll have some energy throughout the thing. Mm-hmm. You have you have one pouch, and it's it's just enough to like fill up your stomach and give you some sustained energy. I'll eat it before jujitsu. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of different use cases like that. So from a business standpoint, it just, it made sense to me. And actually one last thing I'll mention that was kind of the final, uh, final little piece to it, the straw that broke the camel's back is my friend mentioned specifically, actually Justin's nut butter said that they sold for $350 million or something. I might get the numbers a little off $350 million. And they had a revenue of about $50 million. So they sold for like seven times revenue. Most companies sell for two times profit. So that's that's crazy to think about. So what I've heard, and I don't know if this is true, is that, and I probably shouldn't be encouraging too many people to get in this market, but I've heard that food is kind of like the new tech because millennials want to buy from small, more niche down companies. They don't want to buy from, you know, uh, Kraft or Hormel. They want to buy from the smaller little companies. So that was another reason why if I do decide later on to sell it, I can make more with this company than I could a just a typical different type of company. Gotcha. It's very interesting. I, I hadn't thought about that, but it does make a, a lot of sense in all those all those points. And I see, do see a huge trend of people wanting to buy from the smaller companies. They feel like they can relate to them more, you know. And they can see us on a podcast talking with the creators. You know, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. 
It's pretty cool. Absolutely. So let's deep dive a little bit more into the actual ingredients that you have in there. Um, I've tasted it. I have a jar of it right here. It's fantastic. I, you know, and I'm not just saying that for people because I have Travis right here. It is really, really good. And the other cool thing is that it's smooth, so you don't have to like mix it up. It's just ready to go. I mean, I could drink it if I wanted to, and I probably will actually, to be honest with you. Um, why did you choose the macadamia nuts, cashews, uh, coconuts, and salt? So once again, like a lot of the decisions you'll see, there's two reasons. There is the, uh, let's say the dietary reason and also the, t- the taste reason. And I hate, I'm someone that I'll eat, I'll eat bark if someone tells me it's good for me. I don't really care that much about taste, but I'm weird. I'm not the typical person. So the hard part, like I've experimented with, I mean, I want to say hundreds, maybe it's not, maybe it's only one or 200, but it seemed like hundreds of different nut combinations. I did almonds and flaxseed and, you know, and cashews and pumpkin seeds and this and that. And one of the big tests was, would my parents enjoy it? And they eat semi-healthy, healthier than the average American, but not to my level. And they would tell me, they'd say, hey, this tastes like dirt, like literally tastes like dirt. So first thing I wanted to do is I wanted to pick nuts that really worked well together. And so the macadamia nut is high in monounsaturated fat, uh, which, you know, the same kind of same kind of fat that you would find in olive oil or avocado, very heart healthy. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know how many claims I'm allowed to make, but this is all out there. I'm not saying this is my product, but there's studies that have shown that, you know, it helps increase blood flow uh, both to your brain and to your body. It helps uh, basically anti-heart attack stuff. Um, so the monounsaturated fat, as opposed to the, the polyunsaturated fat, which polyunsaturated fat is usually, when you see it in nuts, it's usually omega-6. And we need omega-6. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against omega-6, but the typical Western diet gets way too much of it. And it's very inflammatory. Uh, it helps your blood clot. So if you don't have any omega-6, you're, you get a cut and you're going to bleed out. But if you have too much, then your blood's you know too thick and it's not going to flow well. So, like I said, most nuts are high in the omega-6s. So, macadamia nuts specifically, very high in the monounsaturated fat, low in the polyunsaturated fat, and on top of that, not very high in carbs. So, I wanted I wanted to try to make a product that wasn't too high in carbohydrates, and I'm not anti-carbohydrates, but I, I know that this is supposed to be a healthy fat product. This isn't supposed to be a carbohydrate product. Sure. So, very, yeah. So, that was the macadamia nut. The coconut once again, two reasons. There's the business reason and the the more scientific reason. MCT oils are all the rage right now. Lauric acid, and they have a lot of benefits. They're preferentially burned for energy. I'm not saying they can't be stored as fat. If you eat a tub of MCT oils, I, I, I don't care what anybody says. I, I think you're going to gain some weight. Sure. But overall, it's preferentially burned for energy. Um, and it, yeah, so I mean, it helps you go keep going and it tastes good. I mean, I like both the macadamia and the coconut taste good. And then last, the cashews do have some carbohydrates, which you need a little bit to make a good nut butter. Um, I also think, well, I I could get into the vitamins and minerals, but cashews are pretty high in some B vitamins and uh, that's very important for producing energy for all kinds. I mean, I have a whole like laundry list of things, but basically these three nuts, 
they all had some beneficial aspect energy. Like cashews specifically, I know a lot of people will eat them if they're bicycling because the little bit of carbs help people going um, or they're running marathons, things like that. And then they tasted good together because like I said, I, I had some, I think a flaxseed uh, macadamia nut coconut would probably be pretty good too and hell I might even do a product like that eventually but it doesn't taste quite as good as this product tasted and you know the product's still a little bit thinner than I'd like I'd like it to be a little bit thicker but if I were to do let's say the flaxseed macadamia coconut it would be even thinner so after lots of experimenting this was the optimal nutrition to flavor profile I could find okay yeah, and like I said, I like the consistency of it. I think that's great. I I get annoyed by having these uh, nut butters, even if they're in packets, having to kind of you know work them out of the packet. You know, I I can imagine taking this on my you know long uh, ultra training runs or even like my Ironman events and just sque- squeezing them in really quickly, knowing that it tastes really good. It's what I need at that time, and it's easy to get it out of the damn packet. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then, and that's part of the reason I did it too, and it is it is temperature dependent. So it's like if you want a very – once it is in the packets, because right now uh, you've only obviously tried it out of the jar, but the Kickstarter is 100% to get it into the packets because I think that's where the real value add is. But it's like if you want it firmer, you can put it in the fridge for a little bit and then uh, you know whatever, warm it up. So it is 100%. If you put it in the fridge, it'll get hard for too long, but there's like those sweet spots. But I do think the fact that it's thin, because I've, I've dealt with so many almond butters in the packets that like you can't even squeeze it out. It's mm-hmm. just, I'm like sitting there with a knife trying to like get all of it out. Yeah, or you get half of it that's oily and then the other half of it, it's like you got to chew through it and it tastes like salt built up and not as yeah. not as tasty at all. So that's I think that that's a, a bonus. It's definitely a bonus. Um Kind of a, a more interesting, fun question. Where or how have you eaten this in a strange way that someone may not have thought of? I mean, obviously, we were squeezing it in our mouth, but you could have it on all kinds of things. Have you had any kind of interesting combinations that you like? So 100%, I think, I, you know, I don't know how crazy this is, but my favorite way to have it that people might, may not have thought about is blended in coffee. It Ooh. tastes amazing. Like uh, my girlfriend, actually, even who... You know, you, you like the the frappuccinos and like the really sugary drinks. She likes it, and you know, there's not there's no added sugar in it. It's just it's just so creamy, and you get kind of like a little bit of a nutty. It's very similar to like a bulletproof coffee, okay. except once again, like I'll have bulletproof coffee every once in a while. I just think if you were to tell your grandma, oh yeah, I'm putting butter in my coffee, she's like, are you insane? <laughs> Where with this, it, it has a little bit more, to me at least, it has a little bit more substance to it. Okay. And I had it the, I've had it actually the last few days. I didn't have it this morning because I, I was already wide awake and excited for the Kickstarter. But the last few days I had it in, I don't know if it's just the coffee or if it really is the mixture. I'm thinking it's the mixture because I don't usually get this experience, but I felt great. I, you know, it wasn't, it was just a smooth energy the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I think blended with coffee you should absolutely try it um it gets a nice like foam on the top too really and here's a question for you blending is awesome have you tried squirting it in at the coffee shop and mixing it up will it mix or i i haven't tried it yet i think i mean i don't it won't look as pretty as the blended one it'll it'll mix yeah so i actually no i think i did try it and it, it mixed but it wasn't um completely 
it wasn't as perfect as I'd like it to be. And okay. that might be something I fix in the final batch. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I know that it, if you've got the the blender, it's almost always better to whip it up or, you know, magic bullet or whatever it may be. Works the best, yeah. but... Um, so you mentioned that the performance nut butter is not for everyone. Have you, do you have an ideal customer, um, specific person? Like you mentioned CrossFitters. Um, what does that look like from a business standpoint or from someone that's listening is like, Oh, I'm in that group. Maybe I should try this. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, it's probably most people listening to this group. It's, I'd say the group is someone that's more interested in better performance. And that could be a cyclist, a marathoner, that could be a CrossFitter. That could even be someone that's just a, a desk jockey, but that cares enough about their their work that they want a high quality thing. So it's someone that their number one goal is to perform better. And you know, uh, and the product isn't crazy priced, but they're willing to spend a little bit extra. If you're the kind of person that's ever bought protein powder or that's ever bought any kind of supplement, I'd say, I mean, that's, that's starting to get a little bit broad, obviously, but that's the kind of person I'm going after. I'm not, so I think it's almost easier to explain the person I'm not going after. If, if you eat junk food, this product isn't really for you. Like it's going to taste good, but it, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't taste, well, I think it tastes better, but to the average person, it doesn't taste as good as a donut, you know, cause it's, <laughs> it's not loaded with sugar and like trans fats. It's to me, it tastes really good because it's, just like that clean, good taste, but it's not for you if that's like taste is all you care about. Once again, I think it's, I think it tastes good, but it's for the kind of person that wants to put high quality ingredients in their body so that they can do something better with their life. Sure. Cool. And you and I could come up with, you know, when would be the best time to eat this based off of our knowledge and whatnot. But a lot of people that I work with, they want to know, when should I eat something like this? And, you know, you had mentioned coffee. We mentioned an hour before you work out. What else? Yeah. Yeah. So I think the good news is, and this is a question I've, I've gotten a lot, actually. The good news is it's not, cause I, I talk about like it'll help improve and keep your energy, but it's not stimulant based. So you could have it an hour before bed and you're not going to stay awake. Uh, one One of the benefits of it will be that the, the the fats in there actually help you to produce your hormones. So while you're asleep, you're like naturally going to be restoring your testosterone and other hormones like that. You really can have it. I mean, you know, I, I hate to say you can have it at any time. You can though. I prefer to have it as like an in between snack. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you wanted to, you could have this as this on the side of a meal. I'd say if I had to pick a few ideal times for me, it's breakfast. It's kind of just a really quick, like I said, blend it up in some coffee, and that's. That's that's a good breakfast before a workout or as just like a random snack. Like those would be my ideal times. I, I have uh, one friend that would actually eats it before bed, mm-hmm. and the benefit of that being that you don't get the big glucose spike and dip. Like and your your glucose stays pretty consistent throughout the night because the way that the fats are, you know, as you I'm sure know, uh, your body digests them a little bit slower, so you're kind of constantly getting energy supplied to you while you're asleep so you don't get the big crash and a lot of times when people wake up and they're really tired it's not because they didn't get enough sleep it's because their body uh, they had that big glucose crash and they're just like oh crap like i need some they have low blood sugar basically so it helps prevent that but yeah hopefully that kind of answers the question it does and and the way that i've 
been eating it and plan to continue eating it as well as uh, in addition to when I'm out on my hikes and my runs and whatnot is putting it, I do a green shake in the morning. So adding that to get the fat out of it with a green shake, the nutty coconut tastes really good to, you know, I don't want to say mask, but I, I do mean mask the vegetables that I put in there. Cause I'm, I'm like you, I will eat bark if somebody tells me that it tastes good and I don't, or it doesn't, I don't care if it tastes good. If it's good for me, I'll eat it. Um, so this is something that's good for me and it tastes good. So I'd put it in there and I'm a huge advocate of having it at night as well. I like that. I, I like to go to bed on a full stomach or at least something that feels full. I know that you don't want to actually have a full stomach to sleep at your best, but this would be fantastic because the, like you said, the fats are going to coat your stomach a little bit. You're going to have that slower burn. You're going to feel full. You're going to go to bed. You're going to have that, you know, energy that's kind of dripped out to you as you're sleeping. So I love it. I, I totally agree because like for me, I don't want to, I don't want to go to bed hungry because then I know at four in the morning I'm going to wake up and my stomach's going to be growling. But at the same time, I don't want to, I've just had a, you know, a steak dinner like 30 minutes before I fall asleep because then I'm going to wake up and be like, oh my God, my stomach still feels crappy. So, and, and that for a long time, that's what I did. I'd have almond butter uh, and you know, I'm still not against almond butter. I just, in my opinion, this is better and it <laughs> tastes better too. Sure. Yep. I agree with you. It does taste better. Definitely. <laughs> um, so if you're looking into the future, um, obviously right now you've got this Kickstarter running. Um, I took a look at it. There's a lot of cool prices for people to hop in and get some of this product. So I highly recommend that they head over to uh, performancenutbutter.com, right? Yeah. Um, yet, and that pops you over to the Kickstarter page. Yeah, so I'm just right now performancenutbutter.com forward you to the Kickstarter page. Uh, after the Kickstarter, I'll just bring it back over to my website. Another one of those business tactics I did just yeah. because the long, the real Kickstarter URL, I'm not, I can even try to read it, is so long, <laughs> long that. If I were to sound on the podcast, people would be like, nah, never mind. But yeah, performance.butter.com will take you there. Yeah, cool. And what do you have? It, uh, I'm assuming this is going to, you know, you're going to hit your Kickstarter. It's going to be awesome. What do you have in the future? Like, what are you excited about to move forward with? I know that entrepreneurs are always thinking about the next thing. Like, this is awesome. I'm going to crush it. But I'm really excited about this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I 100% am. I'm trying not to too much because... Uh, it's kind of, I think I heard someone, um, it was like right before the Super Bowl, and someone was asking them, well, you know, what are your plans for next year? And they're like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the Super Bowl. And this, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about the Kickstarter. But don't get me wrong, I 100% have plans. So the idea would be after the Kickstarter, keep this project going, put it up on my own website. Um, I'll probably offer like the subscription service at a discount, put it up on Amazon. I think Amazon is a I know Amazon's a huge platform. I do not plan on going wholesale, actually. So that's something that's different. I'm pretty good at e-commerce. I'm pretty good at marketing. Wholesale is not my route, which is the exact opposite of every other nut butter company I know of personally. They all are 100 or 98% wholesale, 2% e-commerce. So I have a lot of friends that um, not friends. I know a lot of people that are like, you know, the Debbie Downers, the people that are like, well, look at this person in your space. They're similar to you or this person. I'm like. I don't consider them a competitor. They're they're playing in a different pool than me. They're off trying to do the wholesale thing. I'm going to try to do straight to consumer e-commerce, which means that I can have a better well, I can have a lower cost and a better margin. So you have the typical wholesale person, well, they have to sell it for more than half off. They have net 30 terms, which means they don't get paid until 30 days after the store gets paid. So I can sell it for cheaper and still make money more money than 
the typical person wholesaling it. So I'm gonna try to keep direct to consumer at least for the first year or two until I can get my costs down. Unless, you know, I mean, if, if Whole Food comes to me and says, hey, we wanna buy a million dollars, I'll consider it. But like, <laughs> that's, not, that's not my goal. My goal is to just focus on the individual direct to consumer. I do, uh, I have in, on the Kickstarter a stretch goal as well. If I can reach, uh, my real, my personal goal is $51,000. If I can get to that goal, then I'm gonna immediately start research and production on the next product. And that might be either like a, a keto butter for people in ketosis, it might be a uh, like a protein butter, but there's already things like that out on the market. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna gauge how much demand. And the other one might be like just like a daily nutrition one, something um, that's just kind of like, that you could have with like your salad. Not that you can't have this with your salad, but more geared towards a well-balanced, not as much geared towards performance, more geared towards like a well-balanced nutrition. But the truth is, I don't know. This could be a huge success. I mean, at this point, I don't think it's going to be a flop because I'm halfway to the goal and it's only, well, halfway to my my Kickstarter goal and it's only uh, six hours in, but I don't want to focus too much on that, the future, you know? Okay, cool. It sounds... Sounds like a, a good plan, good goal. Um, and as a entrepreneur myself, more of a selfish question here: How do you plan on marketing this? Oh, okay. So I mean, I could, I we could have done the whole podcast on this, part one <laughs> and part two. Uh, so there's there's a lot. Um, I mean, I've already already have started the marketing for it. I started the marketing months ago, getting ready for the Kickstarter. Uh, actually, let me ask you: Would you are you more curious on how I got? up to the Kickstarter or after the Kickstarter, what I plan on doing? Uh, after the Kickstarter. Okay. So after the Kickstarter, there's a few different things. One of the big ones is influencer marketing. That's going to be huge for me. Um, trying to connect with, on as much of a personal level as I can, influencers, sending them boxes, you know, seeing what they think. Hopefully they, they post it. That'll be a big one. Uh, in fact, like Dominic D'Agostino, actually, he, I sent, I, you know who he, I'm assuming, or, okay. Uh, he's one of those niche people that like some people really know who he is and other people have no idea, but he loved the product and that's huge for me. He didn't ask for any money. He didn't ask for anything. He just loves it. And I know if I can get him a product that he really loves and, you know, hopefully it's this product. If not, maybe keto butter is more up his alley, but he'll talk about it on podcasts. He talks about other products on podcasts all the time. Uh, so that's one big one is going to be influencer marketing on top of that Facebook ads and Facebook ads doesn't work for every company. I think it'll work for this company. And the reason is this is a little bit more of an impulse buy. I think it's like, all right, let's try it. Mm -hmm. I mean, right now on the Kickstarter, it's $20, including shipping. That's pretty cheap to me. That's like, I lose $20 on the couch and I don't even know, you know, uh, the in price might be 25 or $29. I'm still trying to figure that out. But even it's not insanely priced. But when people are on Facebook, and this is you know a little mean of me to say, but it's true. People on Facebook, nine times out of ten, you're you're looking at your friends that are in shape, and they're everyone's posting the best pictures of themselves. Then a product comes along and says, "Hey, you could be doing better." It's like, all right, I'm willing to try that. Yeah. Now co- contrast that with, for instance, my dance clothing company, Be Dancewear. You don't need a red leotard until you need a red leotard. So like if we try to sell. Uh, dance clothing on Facebook ads, it just doesn't really work because people are like, oh, that's interesting, but I don't need it right now. This product, is, it, like I said, it, it's a more of an impulse buy. I could see this 
at the checkout stand where it's like, oh, sure, whatever. I'll try, I'll try one of these. So Facebook ads will be another one. And the third and maybe the most interesting out of all the potential marketing ideas I have is doing a cross-country road trip. Um, I'm already going to be doing one for the Kickstarter uh, up to up to your neck of the woods. And then after the Kickstarter, I plan on just driving for three months and just hitting up as many CrossFit gyms, hitting up as many jujitsu gyms, uh, meeting with as many influencers as I can in person because there's a lot of influencers that live in weird locations that like they don't they don't meet with a lot of people like you know they're in I don't know Wyoming and it's like hey I'm driving through and there is some big name and they're like yeah sure let's get lunch so I'm gonna try to do that road trip and film the, that's the other part of it is film the whole experience and my hope and my thought is that people are going to be interested in that because not only is it hey here's this guy that's really trying to hustle and start a business but it's also like they can live vicariously through me and I, you know I'll do cool stuff on the road trip it's like yeah we're going to this barbecue place oh we're seeing the Grand Canyon all that kind of fun stuff so I'm really I'm all about trying to uh, build that kind of build as much content as possible I guess I should say yeah that's super cool and I can relate to it as well being somebody that's in the process of buying a sprinter van so I, I I'm totally stoked to hear how that goes for you and follow along and you know have you come to my CrossFit gym when you're up in the neck of the in this neck of the woods and hopefully get everybody on your product and uh, yeah so <laughs> what's that oh no I was just gonna say I, I mean I think it's a because it is a product you kind of need to taste you know like a lot of products um, I, I I think once people taste it it's like wow okay I could see myself buying that versus a uh, I don't know other products. It's like clothing, for instance. It's like okay, I see what it is. Yeah, sure, whatever. Just buy it. So, I, and I think that is the way to get people hooked on it. Is like try it. It tastes good, and you know it'll make you feel better. Sure, I agree. I mean, it it does taste great, and I'm not I am not lying. It's, <laughs> it tastes great. So, Travis, I don't want to take any more of your time because I'm sure that you've got a ton more to do today with the Kickstarter going on. But one more time, how can people find you, find out about you, get their hands on some of the performance nut butter when it's when it's available? Yeah, sure. You can actually find me in a lot of places. But let's performancenutbutter.com. At any point from here on out, you can go there and get, get some. Uh, right now, it's obviously the Kickstarter. And then after the Kickstarter, it'll just end up going to my website how to do your 20s is the podcast joe actually came on um that is a that's a if you're in your 20s or even if you're not you're just interested in general like self-improvement i've got some great episodes on there and if you're interested in e-commerce and the marketing i don't even know i don't think you know this but i have a youtube channel called effective e-commerce uh you can google that like i've been filming every single day of the kickstarter actually and so i have all my goal was to do this Kickstarter in 30 days. So I have day one through 30 up on my YouTube channel. And I mean, it was 30 day, 30 working days. So it wasn't 30 days straight. It was one day a week for the first few months. And now obviously it's every day, but effective e-commerce. And I, I teach everything because to me, to be honest, it's like, I'd rather, I'd rather just share everything out in the open and then people hopefully learn from me and they can teach me a little bit as well. So, uh, effective e-commerce is a good place if you want to start your own online business. Cool, man. Love it. So great, Travis. Well, really appreciate you being on. I wish you all the luck in the world and I'll help spread the word for you. But uh, man, have a great day. Enjoy yourself. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, well, man. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. The All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, 
and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.